Blog Talk Radio. Radios, a date with destiny for Monday, February 4th, 2013. I'm your host, Lisa M. Saunders, coming to you live from Baltimore, Maryland, as I will be doing every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This broadcast is being sponsored by Body by M. Be uplifted to reach new strengths. We have another very special show for you this evening, and I am so pleased to have co-hosting with me Ms. Teresa Hamilton, CEO and founder of Making It Happen Incorporated, transforming your dreams into reality. Hello, Ms. Teresa Hamilton. Hi, Ms. Saunders. How are you today? (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. Pretty excited about what we have going on this evening. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. I have a few questions I want to ask, so I cannot wait for the show to get underway. Well, we are excited about our show this evening. Tonight uh, starts our Lifestyle Health and Wellness Series, where we will be talking about taking care of the whole temple. We are always feeding you food for the mind and spirit, and now we are going to incorporate the body as well. As you know, it's it's all three that makes us a total and complete person. So we are going to go forward this year focusing on the third entity, which is focusing on health and wellness. And joining us tonight, in tonight's discussion is Mr. Emmett Burns, Jr., who is a trainer and the owner of Body by M, E-M. We will focus on this topic the first Monday of every month, So if you're a trainer or a nutritionist and are looking to build your business, send us a message and we'll discuss how you you can um, also become a guest on the show. And for those of you tuning in via the computer, please click on the follow button on the left-hand side of the title so that you can receive updates on upcoming broadcasts and follow us on Twitter at Lise, L-Y-S-E, 101. We are also um, available as a podcast, and it's free. So go to the iTunes store, click on and type in A Date with Destiny. You will also receive future episodes as well as being able to take us with you wherever you um, And you can send me a message through this site if you would like to become a sponsor or to get more exposure for your literary work or business. Also, if you have been working on something, which I know um, a a lot of us are, um, and it's in business or in your personal life and haven't seen the results that you have been wishing for uh, or you've been expecting a breakthrough and you're frustrated because it just doesn't seem to be happening as you are expecting it to, Send me a message, and I will consult with you to see if a little extra coaching will help to get you there. You can send a message through uh, my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101, or you can leave a message via my website, info at yourdestinyawaits.net. So hello, Ms. Teresa, and how are you? Oh, I'm doing very, very well today. I've got plenty of rest, but more importantly, I'm excited about those Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> well, I was going to say, let's start off by congratulating. Let's give them a little applause, if you will. Let's, yes, yes, yes. Congratulations to the Baltimore Ravens. 
for winning the Super Bowl last night. And was that a game or was that a game? That was a game. That was an awesome, <laughs> awesome game. Yeah, yeah. Baltimore is very excited. As a matter of fact, they're doing a whole parade for them tomorrow. So, uh, And I think that kicks off around 10 in the morning. Um, I know I won't be able to go, but anyone who's out there that's in the uh, Baltimore area that plans to go, uh, I know it's going to be a great time because they have a lot of great activities planned for the city. So congratulations, Ravens, once again. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm excited about our topic for this evening. I'm looking forward to bringing a new perspective in the way of making a lifestyle change uh, to our listening audience. As I stated earlier, it's time to focus on the third entity of total health and wellness, and uh, that is our physical bodies. Getting ourselves in shape physically is so key in becoming a total package and not just working and strengthening our physical bodies through exercise but also nutritionally. Um, relearning how to eat, which is, is very important, especially after you reach a certain age. Now um, I, I'm going to try not to get too preachy and tell you that you have to diet and you can't eat this and you can't eat that because I believe it's okay, everything is okay in moderation, uh, and moderation being the key word. <laughs> So um, if if you want to see a radical change in your physical being, you are going to have to put in some radical effort uh, to get some some results uh, that you want to see. And to help us to get a better understanding of it all is Mr. Emmett Burns, Jr., um, and Emmett is a certified fitness trainer and the founder, again, once again, of owner by uh, um, uh, owner of Body by M E M. Um, he is now my personal trainer, and we will be work. He will be working with me to get me in tip-top physical shape. Uh, throughout the year, I will keep you, my my listening audience, abreast of my progress and the things that I will be doing, so that it may help you to get started. My wish is to inspire you to get started and to stay motivated to see it through. And I know you will do the same for me because I'm going to need some motivation. Uh, <laughs> this is a process. Um, so, you know, if I'm going to tell you to do it, I'm going to make sure that I do it myself. So together we will become healthier in our bodies as well as in mind and spirit. So let's bring in our guest and expert, Mr. Emmett Burns, Jr., whom I affectionately call E. But throughout the show, you might hear me address him as E, but his name is Emmett. So let's welcome Mr. Emmett. Emmett, are you there? Yes, I am. Well, welcome to A Date with Destiny. How are you this evening? I am doing fantastic, and thank you for having me on your show. Well, thank you for coming on. Um, you know, I, I want to first start off, um, Emmett, by asking you this very, very important question. What made you get into uh, physical fitness and, and become a trainer, you know, uh, and when did you start your business? Sure. I played football for um, Temple University a very long time ago, and, of course, playing football, you have to stay in peak physical condition. Mm -hmm. When I graduated from Temple University, um, I really enjoyed staying fit. I really enjoyed working out in the gym, and I, can, and, and I continue to do so. The funny thing about it is the more I stay in the gym, the more I stayed in shape and um, kept my body and mind and spirit together, I drew other people to me. So I found other people coming to me and asking me, hey, how do I work this particular machine or how do I do this movement or what type of food should I eat? And I found myself as an unofficial consultant for a lot of people within mm -hmm. the gym. So mm -hmm. after 20 years of of doing that, I decided to step up uh, my passion up to another level and to become certified. So in June, what I did was I got certified through the ISMA, um, which is a fitness certification, and I started Body by M. So I started earlier, oh, last year in June. Okay, last year in June. So, so actually, this is we're coming up on a year um, uh, in the summertime. So that's great. So how since you started? officially started, how has business uh, been for you so far? 
so far, business has been great, and good. I really thank um, people who have supported me. Um, actually, it's just pretty much been word of mouth, and mm-hmm. I, I kind of wear that as a badge of honor because, to me, I'm providing a service that's needed to a particular client, and they feel inclined to go out and tell their family, friends, and neighbors. So I would say about 60% of my business has been word of mouth. Um, I've been you know, advertising through Facebook and through my various um, media outlets, but business is really picking up, and it's, it's really doing good, and I'm really enjoying what I'm doing. Good, good. Now, later on in the show, I want you to give out, you know, your uh, your website information, um, Facebook information, however you want people to contact you because, you know, it's all about building our business. And um, I can speak personally that, uh, you know, so far we I had my workout on Saturday. <laughs> yes, you did. And, and I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm feeling it a little bit today. Um, <laughs> but it, it's it's good. Um, and and one of the things that I was impressed with was the fact that uh, you're very patient. Um, Thank you. And with someone like myself who has not been uh, physically active as where you know as far as concentrating and focusing on core, which we'll talk about core um, exercising mm-hmm. your muscles and so on and so forth. You know, it it takes our recovery time as we get older. Is <laughs> it takes a little bit longer <laughs> just to be able to breathe in between our sets and the things that we have to do. But um, one of the things that I was very impressed with was your patience with me, and uh, which really kind of gave me more encouragement to keep on to do to do the next ten. Uh, I don't like to say the number 20, but even the next 20. (laughs) So I I really, you know, appreciated that. But, you know, speaking about uh, the exercise part, the uh, portion, what would you suggest to people out there who, um, to get started? I mean, who may not be uh, as familiar with equipment or or exercise, what would you say to them to get them to, to get started? Sure. I would say the first thing you need to do is to get a physical from your doctor just to make sure that you are physically fit to have some sort of exercise regimen. That would be the first step. Once you get medically cleared from your physician, try to find out what's going to work best for you. Um, There are different avenues that someone could choose. They could choose to go to a gym they could choose to do home video workouts, or they could choose to get a trainer. Um, mm-hmm. a couple, one or two pros and cons for each um, each venue. For those who do get home videos, mm-hmm. it, it, it's all about the time that you want to put in it and having the willingness to do it, and you got to have the initiative to do it. It's very easy to walk in dead tired. You see the video sitting on your table. You know you have to put it in. You know you have to do a workout, but you bypass the TV, go straight to the bedroom, <laughs> grab a soda, and it's lights out. So, right, And there's right. nobody really holding you accountable to right. put the DVD in to make you do that. So exactly. the actual workouts that they have on the videos are good. You just have to have the wherewithal to get up and do it. Right, um, right. So that's gyms are wonderful, and um, they're very great tool to get in shape. The, the thing about gyms for people who are just starting out is they don't know how to use equipment properly, and mm-hmm. they're just kind of like a little lost soul thrust into the wilderness. Um, the person mm-hmm. and the trainer will show you a couple of movements, but after that, you're pretty much on your own. And exactly. Once they, and and the, the other thing is the accountability aspect right, of the gym. Right. Once they hook you in, they don't care whether you show up once a week, once a month, or once a year. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter because the first or 15th or the third of every month, they're going to deduct the payment. <laughs> right, and right, if right. nobody's twisting your arm to make you go, yeah. you're not going to go. And if nobody's going to show you the proper way to use the equipment, Right. Then you, you you're kind of spinning your wheels. Right. Um, right. I'm kind I'm, I'm kind of partial to the last one, but <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> but the really good thing about um, a personal trainer is that you could go to a personal trainer and you could tell the personal trainer, "This is where I am. This is what I want to yeah. do, and this is where I want to be." Yeah. I know when I met with Lisa on Saturday. 
one of the first things that we did was I actually sat down with her and we talked about what her goals are. And both Lisa and I came up with short-term goals, which Mm -hmm. I think are realistic. And Lisa and I came up with with long-term goals. So we kind of have a template to to work with in order to help her meet her goals. And that's the beauty of having a personal trainer. The other thing I believe in is the accountability aspect of it. Um, I know Lisa is probably getting tired of me texting her. Tell her, okay, hey, you know, we're working out today, we're working out tomorrow, are you coming next week? So, actually, I was getting kind of nervous. I'm like, hey, Lisa's not going to have me on this show if I send her one more text <laughs> reminding her. But but, but for me, work, for me, uh, fitness is a passion, and yeah. I know that if I could keep my clients accountable for their actions, and once they get into a routine, they are really going to love their results. So you have to, again, you got to take a look at what you want and what's going to be the best vehicle for you to choose. Now, I, the, you, the, the accountability is very, very important. I want to talk mm-hmm. about that for a second and I, okay. um, because you, you made very valid points with all three. Yes, you can work out. And it doesn't stop you. Even if you have a trainer, it doesn't stop you from doing your home exercises. Correct. It doesn't stop Correct. you from going to the gym. But right. um, what that accountability does is it – it it drives you, and it's like that extra. Yes, you hear in your head, okay. I know I got to get up. I know I got to do this exercise. I know I did. But then having someone push on that other end and hold you, like you said, accountable. Um, just like we have people holding us accountable in our businesses, in our families, in our relationships. Um, if you're very serious about getting in shape, you need that. You need that, especially for the first few months. Um, and then once you have that, I think you'll find that you can't really live without it because that person is an expert in their field, and they need to. That's what you need. You need someone to, ex, you know, ex, you know, help you uh, focus on your triceps or your biceps or whatever muscles that you're working on. So I, I would really uh, stress that we're going to stress that through this whole program uh, to make sure you get someone who knows what they're doing. Um, because I mean, how many memberships have we had, Teresa? I've had so many memberships at different gyms <laughs> in the past. Um, and, and, yeah, I, I, and listening to your conversation, I was like, and I, I wanted to speak uh, and ask you questions. And first of all, thank you so much for coming on. We really do appreciate you taking out oh, your no time, giving your busy schedule. Uh, no so one of the things that I was sharing with Lisa when, uh, this afternoon, I guess, when we uh, when were talking about you coming on the show Mm-hmm. Uh, I started out being kind of like a gym nut. I was one of those girls that always kind of dated the military guy who, okay. you know, was always working out. And so he dragged me into the gym and made me feel <laughs> tight that would just go for the gusto. And uh-huh. I was that type of person up until I had my first child and I hit middle age, as I call it. And mm-hmm. now I feel like just a lump of clay. <laughs> uh, I'm ready for someone to make remake her. Over, but I um, one of the questions I wanted to ask, and like I said, I was in the gym all the time, but I had a newborn, and then everything just started to fall off from there, from not working out as often and going mm-hmm. to the gym to not having the proper diet uh, mm-hmm. anymore, um, to seeing these kind of weird changes with your body as a woman, and you know, it's like it's like a sliding scale where you just feel like you're kind of falling and falling. And before you know it, and, and in my case, I'm like 80-plus more pounds than I've ever been. So okay. my question for you is that I know about, you know, I know kind of what to do when I go into the gym, but I always uh, wonder, is it better, or I know they always say it's a combination, but is it better to watch your diet or to do more working out? And is it truly a combination? And then also the role of strength training. So those are kind of my questions, and I know you'll be able to tease out uh, some answers to those questions. Okay. Um, first thing I want to address um, is the um, first, uh, not the last one, I think it was the first one, about the type of training um, that you should do. I know mm-hmm. for my clients who, who wish <laughs> to, who wish to lose weight? For my personal theory, is you, there has to be a combination there, mm-hmm. and for the combination that I do, it, it includes aerobic activity, 
which is going to be from a cardio, from like a cardio standpoint and from an anaerobic activity. It's going to be some sort of strength training. So usually just starting out, I usually try to go 80% cardio, 20% strength training. And, and the reason why I do that is because I want to get you into the rhythm and get you into the routine of getting that heart rate up, being able to have recuperation time, in between exercises and the ability to really get the blood flowing and get the blood pumping and for us to burn some calories at the, at the end of the day. So that's, for, for my personal take, If this is a combination, again, of cardio slash strength, 80% cardio, 20% strength. Now, as you move along, as you move along the process, and once you start coming down, and once you start losing inches, and notice I said inches, not weight, and I kind of explained that in a second. Once you start losing inches and start becoming slimmer, then we can slowly incorporate the strength aspect to it. But um, okay. for yeah, for me, it's def- definitely cardio. Starting off slow, um, mm-hmm. something that's not going to have you. Pass, passing out, but starting to slow, <laughs> and at appropriate levels, and to slowly, um, to slowly Real work true. yourself up. Yeah. Diet is critical. I tell my mm-hmm. clients that what you do outside of our session is just as important, if not more yep. important, as what you do in my session. Because I'm not there to um, monitor what you eat. Now, I have partnered with a registered dietitian. Mm-hmm. Um, wonderful lady. Um, her name is Shannon, wonderful person, and she's my partner, and she could really strategically put a mm-hmm. diet plan together for you, but that has to come from you. You have to mm-hmm. monitor that aspect. <laughs> yep. So I can, control, yeah. I can control what you do when you come to me for that hour, but for the everything else and the diet part of it, you really right. have to, you really have to control that part. Now, now e, one of the part. things, go ahead, Teresa. Yeah, I have one quick question, and I thank you for that answer. That was very Mm -hmm. helpful. The other thing is the body mass index. For example, I know, I I hate to say, you know how they say your frame. I've always been one of those people that has a a large frame. However, my body mass index would be deceptive because it would, when I was working out, it would be muscle. Can you explain the difference between the two? Sure, and it, you know what? And it's funny the, the body mass index, and I think they were looking at um, kind of altering or tweaking the body mass index because I think when the body mass index first came out, it was set for like the previous generation when everybody mm-hmm. was smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I look at myself, and quite honestly. If I go strictly by the body mass index, I'm morbidly obese, and I'm like a cheeseburger away from dying, according wow. to uh, according according to the current BMI yeah. index. And I, right. and I think and I think I'm okay. So um, mm-hmm. you know the the body mass index. I don't put a lot of emphasis in because it all goes about how you are shaped. Everybody has okay. different shapes. Um, if you're a person of color, you may have mm-hmm. a different build than another than another person. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're like unhealthy, sickly, or things like that. I mean, a great example mm-hmm. is, is Serena Williams. Serena mm-hmm. Williams is not anorexic by any stretch of the imagination, but. <laughs> right. But she could probably run rings around anybody mm-hmm. who is about the size right, right. of a stick because right, that's right. just that's just that that's just her body type. Right. Now, yeah. um, going um, take a, a look example. at weight. That's a good example. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and and taking a look at weight, um, Lisa asked me, "Okay, all right, do we use scales?" And I'm like, "No, I don't okay. use scales." Okay, see, wait a minute. Let me cut you off right there because I wanted to. <laughs> Talk about that real quick. Now, that was one of my, when we, he's getting to talk about scales, Teresa, this mm-hmm. was my deciding factor in, uh, well, one of the big deciding factors, believe it or not, in getting him to be my trainer or, you know, yeah, because I said now, one of the things I do not and I will not do is I'm not getting on a scale. Mm-hmm. And I said, and he was like, um, what did you say to me? I can't remember. But when he said, well, I don't want you to get on a scale, I was like, what? Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
go ahead. So go ahead. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it did because it's funny because it was this big build up, and I'm like, oh gosh, what's she going to tell me? But uh-huh. but what <laughs> what the way Lisa feels plays right into my my theories, and my right. theory is I don't put a lot of emphasis on scales because mm-hmm. once you start working out. Um, you, you are going to build that lean muscle mass, and lean muscle mass is going to weigh more than fat. So you may be in the gym. You may be working really, really hard, get on the scale, and it may show that you only lost 3.2 pounds. But conversely speaking, you able you just lost four inches off of your frame, and you're able mm-hmm. to get into that dress that you've been trying to get into for four years. Mm-hmm, so right. when people look at you, they're not going to be, hey, you lost 4.2 pounds. No, they're going to be like, <laughs> they're not. You know, They're going to be like, right. you look, look fantastic, that, yeah. and yeah. I remember you telling me about this dress you wanted to get into, mm-hmm. and I can't believe you're wearing it. So with right. that, I, I, I don't put a lot of emphasis on scale. I put a lot of emphasis on, um, on interest loss because I know, again, in the course of my workouts, we're all going to be building lean body mass. And that needle's not going to move as far, but that Mm -hmm. does not mean that you're not healthy, that you're not in shape, and that you look Mm -hmm. good. And, you know, one of the things that I've always uh, been able to do throughout my life is, you know, I I never really believed in scales anyway. Um, Mm -hmm. I go by my clothes. You know, if if I can't fit into that pair of jeans, then I know I don't need to lose weight. (laughs) You know, because I know what size clothes I'm wearing. So either if I can't fit into them, then, you know, yeah, I need to lose a pound or two or 10 or 20. And and and, and, it's, and it's funny that you say that because usually for my either first or second assessment, I'll tell my clients go to your closet, pull that dress out that you cannot wear, and just mm-hmm. hang it up somewhere that's kind of prominent in your house, whether it's going mm-hmm. to be on your bedroom uh-huh. door right. or your refrigerator door, your refrigerator door or <laughs> the bathroom door, and just uh-huh. have that as a constant reminder. This is the goal. This is what I want to get into, and uh, I never forget that this was really cool. Last Sunday, um, I used to now wake up, roll over, check my text messages, see who clients coming. I open up and I get a message from my client that says, "I can't fit the dress!" Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! She put fifteen, then sent another text with exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! <laughs> she was truly excited for the fact that she could fit the dress. And when we first talked, we discussed how. That was really important for her to fit that. Yeah. And from a positive yeah. reinforcement standpoint, it's making her work that much harder to even yeah. to, to reach the next goal. Yeah. But, you know, um, I the thing for me, and I noticed in a lot of people, is actually it's all a mindset, mm-hmm. you know, and it's where your mind is. Um, if you, you know, you really want to do this, then you will. Uh, mm-hmm. Nobody can force you. Nobody can make you. It's something that you really, really want to do. You you want to have to do this. But more so than that, um, when I came, you know, was working out, because it's something that I know that's very important, like we said, we are, we're working on the mind and the spirit, which is something we do all the time. But then, you know, you want to be healthy. You, you don't want to be tired when you get out the car and you got to walk into the store. You know, if, you, if you're if you parked a long way away and you get mm-hmm. winded just from walking to one spot to another, then it's time to do something about that. And mm-hmm. um, one of the things I want to talk about with you, Emmett, is um, – the fact that I, you know, I don't. I, we need to come up with another term besides work, you know, because I think when people think work out, it's like, oh God, really? I'm tired. I come home from work. I don't work out. Who wants to work out? And I think that if you, and one of the things I noticed about you, and I've, I have observed some of your classes, is that you make it fun. Um, And I think that people, if you make it fun, if you make it worth your while to come, then you want to come back the next time. Because not only are you enjoying the class and the session, you're getting that, you know, you're you're becoming healthier at the same time. So one of the things that I I liked about it is when I saw you doing uh, things differently. You know, you're not your typical trainer. So tell me, you tell me how uh, you are different from other trainers. I think I'm different because I I use unorthodox methods to get results, and the biggest compliment I get is when clients come in the next for the next session, and they're like, you know what, 
I never knew I had a muscle there until I woke up the next morning I and it was sore. And 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 or you and haven't I, seen and certain I hear muscles that. in so long. <laughs> it, well, yeah, I haven't used that muscle. I never knew I had a muscle. Yeah. And and for me, I, I firmly believe in functional strength. One thing I could do is, you know, we could go to the bench press. I could have you bench press 200 pounds, and it's like, hey, it would be, you know, great accomplishment. But if you can't carry the, the groceries from the store to the car, bench pressing 200 pounds really isn't helping you from a right. functional standpoint. Right. Or, you know, I, yes, I could have you do, you know, squat 200 pounds, but if you can't help your husband or your wife carry the couch up two flights of stairs without passing out on the second strength, that's not really helping you. So I'm a firm believer in functional strength, and a lot of the mm-hmm. movements that I do mimic some of the some of the everyday movements that you will do. Right, uh, right. Once you get older, you're going to want to play with your grandkids. You, right. you, know, you want to be the grandmother. You want to be the cool grandmother. You want to be the one that can get on the floor and wrestle with your kids and tussle and run around in the backyard. And yeah. you know, if you're not, you know, and, and if you're not in shape to do that, you know, it, it very well could be the problem. So what I do is, I take a look at daily events that people go through, mm-hmm. and some of the movements that they do, and the task and and the chores that they do, and I try to mimic my moves after the daily activities that they're going to do. Now, granted, right. some of them are exaggerated. Um, some of them I get questioned why on earth are we doing this but right. at the end but at at the end of the day it it, it kind of comes together and the light bulb goes off for them and they understand and appreciate um a lot a lot of the movements that we do so again to answer your question I use unorthodox methods to help you gain everyday functional strength. And I know, Lisa, you, again, were a witness to some of the things that we do in the class, and yeah. you know, as well as you're going through it. And the other good thing about, <laughs> it, got, about it is we have a blast. If you don't have mm-hmm. a positive environment for your clients, it's negative reinforcement, and they're not going to come back. Right. Um, I think my clients spend most, burn most of their calories laughing in class than they do actually working out. Oh. Yeah. And and the thing is, Teresa, he will have you, you know, he'll he'll cut up in the middle of you, you know, doing something to trying to breathe and it's like, look dude, I need all my energy and my strength. Don't make me laugh. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. But I but that's a good thing because you want something and you want someone that's going to not only encourage and push you, but just the patience is necessary and, and make it fun. I mean, working out to me doesn't have to be, you know, like all strict and strenuous. You know, if you, because remember when, you know, uh, we were we were kids, you know, and I always like to reference this, when we were kids, you know, uh, we were running around outside. Kids today don't play. They don't run around. They don't do nothing but sit in front of a computer <laughs> or whatever and these video games. But we love to be outside. We mm-hmm. love to go out and run around. We love, one of my biggest things was my bike. I loved riding my bike. And then, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just just outdoor dancing. Dancing is another thing I love to do. So one day, you know, I was like, well, you know what? I love to do all these things when I was younger. Well, why can't I still do them? Um, I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. I still can, you know, have the movement of every. So why not get your bike, get on it, get out there and ride? There's mm-hmm. nothing stopping us people <laughs> from doing these things. Um, and if you, you know, uh, E, I want you to give out your uh, contact information. We'll do it a couple of times throughout just sure. so people can uh, can contact you, um, even for consultation. Give him a call, and he will, you know, give you a consultation and, and get started. So right. what is your email? How, how can people contact you? Sure. My First, I'm going to give my website address. I'm at www. Body by M. That's B O D Y B Y E M dot com. So it's www dot body by M dot com. Or if you have any questions, you can send me an um, email at Emmett E M M E T T at body by M dot com. 
That's Emmett, E-M-M-E-T-T, at bodybym.com. Or you could give me a phone call at 443-804-1377. That's 443-804-1377. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. So your nutritionist, um, of course, I told you that I, I would love to talk with her to have her sure. come on the show because you know eat, uh, eating right as well as working on your physical body. Well, that, that's all in one, if you ask me. Um, it is. And if you're if you're working out, if you are working your body, even if it's walking, um, I started off walking a couple of miles every day. Which mm-hmm. you know when you when you do that, it helps to build your cardio. You know, mm-hmm. then you can find that you can go a little bit longer and a little bit longer, mm-hmm. um, and but you, then you can eat pretty much. Well, getting started, how important is it when you're first getting started, E, um, uh, to really? And I don't like to use the D word um, because I think that's a dirty word, diet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but how important is it to really pay attention to what you're putting in your body, and how long? Should you stick to that before you can say, okay, you know what, as long as I'm eating proportionally and I'm working out, I'll be okay? Okay. I think one of the, one of the biggest issues with um, change, changing the way that you eat or, or your eating modifications is that people try to go straight radical mm-hmm. right off the bat, and that's where people <laughs> fall off the horse. I fall mean, off they the wagon. Go, oh, my goodness, yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Yeah, they go. I mean, I mean, they would go for a regular meal on Monday, and like frozen Brussels sprouts and prune juice on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Wednesday they back in the line at McDonald's, and I take a number four with a diet coke. You know, it's right, just, right, so, right, and eating so a bag the, of the whole bag of chips. Do <laughs> the whole bag of chips. So the thing about it is, is you have to be sensible in 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 what you eat. And you don't have to be radical, you just don't have to be crazy, but just be conscious of what you put in your mouth. I know when I talk with when I talk with Shannon and when we get together and talk, you know, she's like, Okay, it's okay to have some of the things that rich that have previously been previously been taboo because if you do it in moderate, if you do it in moderation, mm-hmm. and if you balance that off with exercise, it's not right. as bad. So right. you know, just small simple changes as maybe cut out white bread or cut out sugar or maybe right. not have potatoes every time you sit down at the table. So right, you know, it's, it's right. a small and just and and you could just build from there. Um, and just kind of, you know, slowly wing things out and just kind of change your your, your eating habits. And this is something. And again, this is what Shannon goes over thoroughly. One thing I did did decide to do when I first started this was like I knew that I wasn't an expert in everything. So mm-hmm. what good business people do is they surround themselves with experts exactly. in their respective fields. So that's right. when the first thing I did was I brought Shannon on board, and she's. I mean, down to the X's and O's, I'm really, really good at that. But, again, just starting out, you don't have to just totally have a Spartan Spartan (laughs) diet. But, you know, just slow, simple changes in your diet, and you can just gradually build upon that. Now, what are the age groups uh, that you, the people that you're training? What are the ranges? Um, ironically speaking, I have a young lady who is 14 that's going to be starting with me tonight. Oh. And, yeah, at 14, she's going to be starting with me tonight. And I have worked with um, high school football players. Mm-hmm. And I go, I've go. i gone up as um, old as 54. Okay. Yeah, up, up to 54. But one thing I do want to mention in addition to have my ISMA certification. I am also certified in senior citizen um, fitness too. So I have wow. a certification through um, the American Sports Fitness Association, and I'm also a senior fitness instructor too. So, uh, you know, sky's the limit as far as ages go. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. That's great. Now, what is your biggest success story, Emmett? I would say my biggest success story would be. Ironically, my client, who who's 53 years old, when I first met him, he could barely run or walk about 
75 feet without huffing, puffing, wheezing, breathing the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. And it he he would he weighed about three thirty, and um, you know, it, and it was a work in progress. Stuck with the plan. He came. He comes regularly. Actually, he still comes. He's over there training now um, um, with, with with one of my associates, and he has gone from three forty down to about two seventy five, two eighty. This man can outrun anybody half of his age. Wow. And he will Excellent. and he can run sprints. And when I say sprints, I'm not talking casual jog, I'm talking sprint sprints. Wow. Excellent. And this is from the time span of July up until now. I mean, this wow. man has lost a third of his girth and he is in really good shape. So I would say now that's, I would, Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say um, that's uh, another important question that I have for you um, that I'm quite sure a lot of our listeners would like to know, the dreaded midsection, okay, mm-hmm. um, where we we gain weight quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you suggest that, you know, to do for your midsection? I know people say crunches, do crunches, do crunches. But mm-hmm. when you haven't done them for a while, and let's say, like, especially for women who've had children and, mm-hmm. um, you know, haven't done anything and our midsection just continues to grow and grow and grow. So mm-hmm. how long does that take? Do you need liposuction, you know, to take <laughs> care of that? You know, what, the what dreaded do you do? L word. No, what you do know, you do? It, you it, the dreaded L word. <laughs> the dreaded L word. Yeah, what do you do with that? It's all about it's all about lifestyle modification. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I know when I was I, I used to do bodybuilding contests, and everybody was concentrated on your core. What is you know what do you have a six pack? What's your abs like? What your abs like? And the thing about that is what your core looked like was a testimony to how well you dieted, how hydrated you stayed throughout the course of the day by flushing your system. Um, with water and the various ab movements that that you did. If you want to lose your midsection, again, it's going to start with that diet with with, with the diet modification, okay. and it's going to start from a cardio standpoint. Once mm-hmm. you put those two things in factor, you will slowly see a decrease in your midsection. I mean, there's, there's just no quick fix. There's no right. easy fix. It's just something that's going to take. You know, a little bit of time, a little bit of patience, but if you stick with it, mm-hmm. you will definitely lose the midsection. Now, the thing of, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you will. You will definitely see results. Now, the thing about the midsection, the older we get, um, you know, the more we kind of pack around the midsection. But conversely speaking, you're also putting a lot of stress on your lower back also. Right, right, right. And that's because of what we carry in the front is affecting the back. So I know in my workouts what I do is we also, con- in addition to concentrating on core strength, we also concentrate on our lower back strength also. So we try to do a lower back movement to build that up because a lot, one of the reasons why a lot of people go to chiropractic is because those muscle groups are not strong at all, and they can't support the the, the weight that's that's in front. So right, right. So really stressing on the lower back muscles as well as trying to get the core down and try to right. get a strong core because that's the center of your body. The core is the center of your body. Everything evolves around that middle, that right. core, and we need that well, strong. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, cool. and then I have one quick question before I know we're winding down in terms of time, but I have a question regarding the latest uh, research out there. And Lisa and myself are familiar with uh, a friend of ours who is has a, a Ph.D. in physiology, and he's always talking about the power of interval training, that mm-hmm. we should not we should push our heart rate to exhaustion, and that if we do anything less than that, we're not going to make appreciable uh, progress. What are your feelings or thoughts on that? For example, I think he tells us he's got a, what, a nine-minute workout, uh, Lisa, and mm-hmm, a nine-minute mm-hmm. workout is as hard as anything anyone would do within an hour. 
So do you well, I can thoughts? tell you now, Emmett pushed my heart <laughs> to exhaust the money. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> so, so the, Doc's theory, Teresa, is correct. <laughs> yeah, but go so ahead, Emmett. You can answer you, that. You know, what your feelings are on this research, because I know that there are huge uh, proponents on the interval uh, training now. Mm-hmm. And fewer, uh, not as much time, but just harder workouts. Mm-hmm. You have to know your client, and you have to know um, what abilities your client um, bring to the table. And mm-hmm. that usually is not going to happen after the very first assessment. Usually, what I do the very first assessment, I kind of push the envelope a, a little bit just to see at what stage my clients are from a from a physical standpoint. Um, that's, and, and, and this is my opinion, I, I, it varies on the person. Um, you may try that interval training with that type of client for somebody who's not used to working out, has not mm-hmm. done anything, and they may have a heart attack. And that's mm-hmm. not going to be good. You know, that's not going to be good. That's mm-hmm. issue number one. Issue number two Maybe if you do not make it sensible, if you don't make it fun, that client's not coming back. Cause that client's be like, mm. okay, that person pushed me so hard for ten minutes. I ain't never doing that again, <laughs> <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever, 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 ever. I ain't never doing that ever, ever. So, so the thing, so the thing about it is this. I mean, is it effective? Yes, it is. But you got to know the mindset of your client before you initiate that type of workout. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't use that for all of my clients. Um, I do have some clients that may be able to fit that mold, but for the majority of the clients that I get, I would not push them that hard. Now, as we build up our cardio endurance, then we will push the envelope, and then we will you know, maybe do some of the interval training on the higher level. But starting off the bat, no, I don't think that that would be good. Yeah, yeah, because I'm telling you, after you have not (laughs) been out there for a while (laughs) uh, exerting yourself physically like that, it's, um, it's, it's a challenge, number one, just to do it. Um, so that, yeah, I could see where you would, you know, Emmett, what you're saying, because it takes a lot. It takes a whole lot uh, just to get through, you know, 45 minutes. Okay, it let's does. be honest. It takes a whole lot to get through the first 10. But, <laughs> you know, um, so really, like you said, with the mindset, you know, you, you don't want to scare people away. Correct. Um, and you want to take your time with them and build it slowly. Like, you know, for example, what do you think about walking? I think walking is an excellent exercise. Walking is great, and walking is is one of the most effective exercises that you could do. And if you're just starting out, 30 minutes a day walking with a treadmill around the block, walking the dog, is is, is awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. Another form of exercise is when you go to the grocery store, instead of, driving right up to the door and taking that handicap <laughs> yeah, tag yeah, yeah. you got from your right, grandfather right, right. and put it on your <laughs> yeah, yeah, on yeah. your on your rear oh, you mirror. Had my car, didn't you? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, park <laughs> farther away and take that walk to the grocery right. you know, take that walk to the store. If you work in the office building and you work on the fourth floor, you know, just yep. you know once a day, just walk up the stairs. All right. of that counts as exercise. All of right. that works to build calories and actually that's really good for people who say i don't have time to do anything well okay yeah you do because right i just mentioned three things that you're going to do in the course of a day anyway and you might as well work that into your benefit from uh from a cardiovascular um influence right make it work for you now what about those counters um that people get that you can get to to count your steps to um all your steps what do you think about those and where can you get them those are good. Those are and how really, many really steps, good. And how many steps do, do, do you are you supposed to take, like within the whole day, to make to see a difference? You know what I mean. Um, I'm thinking like maybe eighteen, uh, about eighteen hundred steps. I'm thinking. Okay. Um, yeah, it should uh, should make a difference. Those are really good if 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 you're really concentrating on 
keeping up with the progress or what you're doing or how you're doing and, you know, mm-hmm. can I better the steps tomorrow that I did for today? So, I mean, it's a very good tool to help you keep on track as to how many calories you're burning, how many steps that you're taking. So they are mm-hmm. good and they are effective. Actually, I went, when I worked in D.C., um, I used to catch a training union station and walk to my building, and I and I wore a pedometer because I walked like maybe a mile to to my job. So and I kept track of the steps that I took and the calories that I burned. So yes, they are very effective. You mm-hmm. can buy them at any um, you know any sporting goods stores, the Deco models, and things like that. Or what you could do is on my website, I have a virtual mall. Mm-hmm. Um, you could just go to my website and um, you know it's B- BBE Fitness Mall, and I sell them there. So, you know, if you're an online person and you order your merchandise that way, you could just go to my website. So, there are a lot of different um, places and, and avenues you can use to buy those. Pedometers. Yeah, plus you're challenging yourself. So I think I'm going to get end up getting one of those because I can see how it would challenge you. Uh, it's like, okay, you look at it today. I did ten steps. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow, you know, okay, I did forty, I did thirty more steps than I did yesterday. Oh, that's cool. I can do, I can do ten more tonight. So yes, I could see how that would, you know, be an inspiration for people. Um, yeah, uh, and, and, and and you must, and you can have fun with it. You can have a, you can have a friend of you, you know, just get a buddy and just have them wear one, and you all just kind of have a contest. How many steps? You know, do you take in a day, and at the end of the day, the person with the most steps, you know, get a gets a reward or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you can make a contest mm-hmm. out of it. You know, you can have fun right. with it. You can have fun right. with it. Well, Teresa, do you have any other questions for Mr. Emmett? No, I, we... I've just been listening in awe, I think. I just wanted to say how well-versed you are, and you just have Thank a piece about um, what you're saying, and I really, really enjoyed the show. So I've been, like, listening to all the the advice and tidbits you've given, and hopefully one day I'll be able to take a couple of uh, personal training lessons from you. So well, you I know will what? definitely keep in touch. It's, it's, it's a Nike commercial. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Just do it, Teresa. Yeah, yeah, Just do yeah. it. One last point I, I would like mm-hmm. to make up, and, and I uh-huh. promise I'll keep it short. The other benefit yeah. to working out is from a psychological standpoint, yeah. Yeah. and that's really important because a lot of people have self-image issues and problems, and once they become fit and once they start mm-hmm. seeing changes within the body, they start getting self-confidence, and other people mm-hmm. see the changes within them. And you find yourself becoming more active with with your family, with your kids, right. with your communities, more energy, more energy. and more energy. So yeah. even from a psychological standpoint, working out is one of the biggest self mental boosts oh. that you could give yourself just to, yeah. you know, just to boost yourself up. And, and the medical. endorphin high is just nothing endorphin. like it. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's 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 really. After after a workout, it's really awesome. And even yeah. from the medical standpoint, just being able to come off, you know, come off some high, the hypertension medicines and your diabetes medicines or your high cholesterol medicines. Because and I've had clients who've been able to come off medicines because they've been working out. So not just you know looking fine, fierce, and sexy, but even from a health standpoint and from a psychological standpoint, right. working out and being physically fit. It just has so many benefits and advantages. Exactly. Well, Mr. Emmett Burns, Jr., thank you so much for sharing with us this evening. Uh, We really, really appreciate it. Um, And we're going to keep everyone abreast week to week of my progress because it's so important. (laughs) I I want people to to know and to, to to, to, to see the, the work that you've been doing with me, and I will encourage them, continuously cur- encourage them uh, to do so and to get in touch with you. Um, so, I, again, once again, I want to thank you and everybody. That's Mr. Emmett Burns, Jr., Body by M-E-M. And if you want to contact him, you can visit his website 
at uh, www.bodybymem.com, phone number 443-804-1377. That's 443-804-1377. Emmett, thank you so much for taking the time, and we will be into, well, you'll see me in a couple of days. <laughs> I'm going to see you Wednesday. Yay. Wednesday, Wednesday, yes, Wednesday. <laughs> I'll be there. Thank you so much again, and enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you. Actually, I got clients across the stream getting ready to dash across, but thanks for having me on, and thank okay. you for the opportunity. All right. You're welcome. Take care. Have a nice one. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Uh, I work down to that portion of the show. I will leave you with this. And, um, you know, this is one of my, uh, actually one of my uh, favorite little inspirational stories that I believe fits this segment of becoming focused and staying the course in achieving the results that we desire in any area of our lives. Um, And you've heard me read it on the show before, but I want to share it with you again because I just love this little tidbit right here. I think it's very powerful. And I have entitled it, How Much Do You Want What You Want? A young man asked Socrates how he could get wisdom, and Socrates replied, Come with me. He took the lad to a river, pushed the boy's head under the water, held it there until the boy was gasping for air, then relaxed and released his head. When the boy regained his composure, he asked him, what did you desire most when you were underwater? I wanted air, said the boy. Socrates said to him, when you want wisdom as much as you wanted air when you were immersed in the water, you will receive it. So how bad do you want to get in shape? How bad do you want to drop a couple of dress sizes? How bad do you want to get that cholesterol uh, level under control? How bad do you want to be more energetic and looking the best you have ever looked in your entire life? When you can answer that question with, when you want to be in the best physical condition as much as you want air to breathe, you will receive it. And that, my friends, is that. That concludes our show for this evening. Uh, Once again, I want to thank our special guest, uh, Mr. Emmett Burns, Jr., for coming on and sharing uh, his his expertise with us in the form of working out. Um, We really appreciate uh, him coming on because, again, I really believe that working our physical bodies, uh, working on our physical bodies as well as our uh, mental and our spiritual is so very important to get the total package. Uh, And, um, of course, I want to thank Ms. Teresa Hamilton, As always, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on and sharing your wisdom with us. For knowledge is power, and when we know better, we do better. So thank you, Teresa. Sure. Thank you. (laughs) Also, don't forget to stop by my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, to get some extra motivation and inspiration. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101 um and teresa um i just want to ask you a quick question um how do you think that uh uh the session went and do you think that you know we we will reach people um as far as inspiring them just to get out there you know do you have any words for our audience oh yes and and speaking with emmett it's just just the the belief, and I think I love to, that's example with the dress, just having that dress or pants or outfit as a reminder of what you really want to accomplish and do, the visualization process will certainly help. Yes, yes, I agree, because, you know, I have my outfit out, it won't fit, you know, hang, I can't hang it on the refrigerator door, but I, I hung it up so I could see it. <laughs> So that right there gives me enough inspiration. Um, And I want to thank everyone for tuning in again. So your mission, if you choose to accept it, is take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation. Seek God and learn how to love yourself first. Because after all, you owe it to yourself to know yourself. Once again, I'm Lisa M. Saunders. And thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny. We'll be back again Monday next week, so please stay tuned. 
and we look forward to sharing with you again. Peace and abundant blessings, everyone.